Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And today is our season finale of season one. We're so excited. Thank you for going along this journey. Today we're going to do a little bit different, things a little different. We wanted to answer a question that one of our subscribers uh, wrote in. And so we kind of themed the whole teaching based on this question. And so I'm going to go ahead and read it and we're going to jump right in. This subscriber shared, how do you stay positive in a negative moment or when someone presents a negative thought or are negative towards you? It gets into that life you guys were talking about. Leaders are called to lift. How do you lift when things are sinking? So we are going to entitle today's conversation, How to Prevent Sinking. How to Prevent Sinking. It's so important as a leader to know how to not only self-lead, but then lead your team. And this whole attitude thing is so, so critically important when it comes to this. One of the ways that you could do this is look for holes. Mm. Holes will cause you to sink. If you're kind of looking at this analogy of a boat on some water, if you have a hole in the hull, it's going to begin to take on water and pretty soon you'll sink. And the sinking idea really directly relates to the attitude of the team. You might have heard it said before, the your attitude determines your altitude. Right. You know, what, what kind of attitude you have as you're looking at something is actually going to determine how high or how effective you're going to be at your mission. And especially as a team, when we have that teamwork together. And so look for holes, look for things that aren't working. Yeah. Look for things that are just really dragging the morale of the team down, dragging you down as a leader, mm-hmm. and then try to fix those things. Try to address those issues. If it's a team member, sometimes a team member can be dragging the team down because of their attitude, their outlook, their performance. And so sometimes you need to address that directly with somebody else. That's so good. And you know, I want to just say that this is, these are some great questions because I can tell that you're a great leader by asking this because a leader that can recognize that gravity is uh, applying to this team means that you have eyes with vision. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is is there's a lot of times people don't see that an organization is sinking Mm. because they lean into comfort, they lean into what they know and what is familiar, and they don't realize that that's a ship that will start to sink. And so... I, I commend you for having the right attitude. And you do have to be careful because it, you're. they were asking about positivity. How do you stay positive when there's negativity around you? Yes. And that can be really hard. Even the most positive person yes. can um, be affected by someone who's negative. So you do have to limit and you have to watch that and maybe even add more positive people in your life that can help you. Yes. And uh, just look out for those. But another way that you can help Uh, things from sinking is, and you address this already, is to address them. So address them swiftly. Yes. That's one thing. If there's holes, if there's things that that aren't working, but then there's also people that are negative on your team, address it swiftly. Don't let it 
just continue on because you know if you let that happen, then you're going to lose some of your greatest leaders. Yeah, a team's culture, the culture of the organization that you lead, is is always affected by either what you create or what you allow. Yeah. So let me say that again. Cultures, it, it's 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 developed through what you create intentionally or what you allow by not addressing or or, or tolerating something. Yeah. And so if you want a team that's positive, if you want a team that's uplifting, that's encouraging, you either got to create space for that. For us and our team, we actually have a celebration time in our meetings where we intentionally bring a system that's going to bring culture of positivity to our team. Yeah. So we're intentional with that. We want to create it. But then also, we don't want to allow when someone is just bringing that negativity there. We want to address it. We want to address it swiftly. We want to take care of it and let everyone on the team know. And we don't have to address it publicly. Right. But just from the standpoint that things are changing with that leader, we people know that we've addressed it. That's so good. And so creating that culture or even addressing it so you're not allowing negativity or complaining to go on in your organization. So so good. is so huge and and that's going to be hard for people that are non-confrontational but if you want to be a great leader then you have to address some of those hard conversations but that person that you're talking with if if they they are have the right spirit they'll be able to handle yeah. that feedback and they'll be able to have those hard conversations because any healthy relationship requires hard convers- conversations right. and looking in the mirror and so I want to encourage that but I love this because Jesus also did this as well he did this with his disciples where he addressed dressed situations. Look at Luke chapter 9 verses 46 through 48. It says, an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For it is the one who is least among you all who is the greatest. And it's so important because an argument started among his disciples, and then immediately Jesus is shifting it. Immediately Jesus is bringing that positive spin on it. He's looking for the holes. He's addressing it quickly. And now he's bringing that team. He's bringing his disciples into that new place because he's leading them forward. And it's so important to ask people because some people in different seasons are going through some things and they don't want to stay there. So sometimes you can address whatever it is that they're bringing to the team that you're saying, hey, that's not part of the culture that we have. Right. You could do it one-on-one. You could do it in a small group. You could do it through a teaching time. There's a lot of ways that are appropriate Mm -hmm. for that that issue that ever what you're addressing there, but you're asking them, hey, what's going on in this season? Hey, what if we led a different way here? What if we brought a different vibe to this situation? That's good. And the next way that we can handle it to, to prevent sinking is to call people to the standard. Yes. So it for whatever team it is or organization, you need to clarify what the standards are and make it very clear that it's it's a culture where we meet the standard. Yes. In fact, we exceed the standard. That's good. And so when you don't meet it, we're going to address it. Yes. In a very loving and healthy and humble way, but we will address it because we're not going to just allow the same mistakes to happen over and over again. But the leader that is weak and will not address those things that keep allowing the same people to mess up over and over and over again, it sends messages to, to leaders that are actually meeting the standard. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's saying two things. And yeah. it's, it's really hard because you don't want to lose great leaders because they're frustrated. They're like, hey, I'm doing all the things. I'm 
I'm, I'm doing things right. I'm exceeding. And yet this person is failing, failing, failing. I'm feeling the weight of that. And yet there's no consequences. So that culture right there, it says a lot when we don't address certain issues because that's the culture you're creating if you don't address it. And calling them back to the standard. Yes. It's so important because what you just said is weak leaders sometimes won't do this because they maybe don't want to have that confrontation. Maybe they don't want to have that difficult conversation. But it's essential as a leader to understand that everything rises and falls on the leader. Yeah. And so if the team is not going somewhere, it's time to just buckle up and do what you're supposed to do because you're the leader. Yeah. And God's going to give you the grace that you need. You're going to have the grace to give people room to grow and develop. It's not like a, hey, you made a failure and you're off this team and you're never going to make it. It's a, hey, we're all going somewhere together and I don't want to leave you behind. And then I don't want to let the leaders who are running up ahead, I don't want to let them just kind of get outside. of. We're staying together. We're on a team. I'm going to call you back to the standard. Yes. But also we want to start with the standard. Yes. Yes. I think that that's, that's really where everything comes with. You've got to have that standard of excellence yes. for your life as a leader yeah. and live it out. Yes. So you have that standard of excellence that you're living out as a leader, but then also you've got a standard of what's acceptable behavior for our team. This is the way we're going to treat our customers. This is the way that we're going to treat our team members. This is the way we're going to treat our leaders. These are the things that we value about the way that we do things, and we're not going to just let it slip. And that's and that's where you as a leader, you have to look in the mirror. This is where responsibility, it's just it that's where you just have to face it because people won't know how to meet a standard that has not been communicated to them. Yeah. And if people are failing left and right because there's a lack of clarity, that's on us as yeah. a leader. And so we have to make sure and ask ourselves the hard questions. Am I being as clear as I can be, yes. as I should be? Because many times, and I'm, I'm saying this for myself too, I think I'm clear because it's in my brain yeah. and I'm not clear. So I could have once I once I pull back some of the layers and the the situation or or even some of the issues or the problem or even the person that that has has the issue I realize oh that was on me yeah. I was not as clear as I could have been and if you don't know what that is then it, it's important to take some time to figure out what are the standards what do we expect and how are we going to uh, um, officiate all of these standards and and make sure that they're executed well. So important. I, when I was growing up, there was a, a, a TV show called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. And, you know, you had the trolley, ding, ding. And, mm-hmm. you know, he'd be talking to the trolley and the dings. And you'd be like, what is the trolley saying? And he'd kind of interpret it for you. And there was another part of the show. Actually, at the beginning of every episode, he's going to sing... Won't you be my neighbor? And he's gonna change his shoes and he's gonna put on his comfy cardigan. Look at me wearing my Mr. Rogers Look at cardigan that. today. Yes. But it's important to understand that as a leader, we put on responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's it's just part of it. And here's the thing: sometimes by putting on responsibility, I'm actually like putting on frustration. Sometimes, mm. what I mean by that is, I see things that the other people on the team might not see. I wear this coat, this cardigan of responsibility as a leader. I've put on my shoes. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to make some change. I'm ready to make an impact. And sometimes I have to deal internally with the frustration of knowing where I want to be, but we're not there yet and somehow I've got to take our team all the way to where we want to get to and I've got to carry this level of kind of frustration of not being there yet yep 
And, and it's just the responsibility. It's the weight of leadership that you carry. It's just part of it. But don't grow tired in doing it because it is what makes the difference. It is. It is what makes the difference. And I, I want to, I think that's an encouragement to some leaders yes. because some might be feeling discouraged, like, oh, we're not there yet. Yeah. Why aren't we there yet? And it is probably a consistent, constant tension that you'll always carry. I don't think we ever get there you we, won't. we get somewhere you and get then somewhere and then you get a new vision for there, something else you're gonna get another vision there's gonna be it's always a journey yes. god's always gonna push further and say here's here's the new dream yes now here's the new dream now here's the new dream and and you have to realize that if you're called to lead you've got a team with you yeah. and you can't leave them behind and how we treat them is so vitally important and treating it as though hey we're in this together this is a journey we're trying to get to this place but we're not going to just lose people left and right on the way to that place so good so good so i think this really calls about momentum i think it's a great way to end the season here because we're really talking about leading change creating momentum sustaining momentum yeah. and then dealing with those things that cause us to sink dealing with those those weights that are on our team and how we can sift through all of the noise to really get clarity on what's important for us to address with people I think that leaders who are too concerned with the details and how things are necessarily done and not concerned with the people that are doing them yeah I, I think the people is everything it's everything and if you can develop the people the details will get there yeah the team will get there. Yeah. So keep working at people. Keep developing people. Keep encouraging people. Keep building your team. Yeah. Because God is going to work. And 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 don't, if you're like an OCD personality, those are some things you just got to give to God. Mm -hmm. Because leaders aren't going to always do things the way we would do them. And so we've got to just recognize my, my priority is to get to know this person and see what makes them tick. Because when we find those, those points where we finally pushed a button in someone, you don't have to fan the flame in their life. Mm. They're going for it. They want to do it. When, when you help someone in that process of discovering their passion and you get them in the right place, you're going to have to be like pulling the reins on them because they're going so fast and going so hard at whatever dream is in their heart. And that's where that's where an organi organization can really skyrocket and move forward. And, and you're not having to start fires everywhere in everybody because everyone's finding what they were called to do and discovering their purpose in their own life. So I know good. that we're, we're closing out this season and I want to just encourage everyone that's watching this that I love that you're taking the time to invest in yourself yes. and to grow and and I want to encourage you, even though this is a, a break from this right here, don't ever stop investing in yourself because we as leaders, we're always going to have those moments where it's going to be spontaneous and that negative person is going to walk up and give me all the feedback that we weren't asking for. Yeah. And so as leaders, as we continue to feed ourselves with with more and more information and, and challenge ourselves in our skill level as leaders, I believe we're going to be ready in and out of season. Yes. So we won't be taken by surprise good. and we'll be able to respond in a very mature, loving way. Listen, at the end of this season that we're in right now, there might be some moments as a leader that God gives you over the holidays. We're going to be back at the beginning of 2020. And man, take some time. Develop those moments. Yeah. Develop the people in those moments. And you're going to be able to do it because you're a great leader. We're so excited that you've joined us today. Thank you for listening and watching. God bless you, and we'll see you next season.